What up, people of Earth? It's the Vaughn Joseph Show. It's the morning edition. The Who News edition, where I drink coffee and... Where I drink this cup of coffee, anyway. Which is still considered coffee. And I talk to you about what's happening in the world that I find interesting enough to share with you today. Until my coffee's gone and then I go about my merry way. Y'all didn't know I was a poet. And you know it. <laughs> I just woke up, man. It's a late night. I'm trying to get prepped for staying up late for the Super Bowl, which is in a couple days. Hopefully it uh, lives up to... Hopefully it doesn't live up to expectations. Super Bowls are generally one-sided affairs. The, the playoffs have been absolutely gorgeous this year. It's been a lot of great play. A lot of great teams down to the last second football. I, one of these days I'm going to get this camera situation sorted. I'm trying to get the other – I need to bring the other half of my desk down here so that I can sit and face you guys like I should. Anyway, I'm working on things, you guys. I'm working on it, Mel. I'm working on it. Melly Mel in the Furious Five. Let's get to some news and get you on to your day. I don't know why I'm talking all weird like that. I'm sorry. Um, we're going to talk about stuff I find on TMZ today. Boss of MSN, uh, The Mirror. And um, let's turn that down a bit. And of course, what's happened on this day, this is how we start the podcast every day. So on this day, this February, is it the 10th already? Four days until Valentine's Day, guys. Four days left to get roses before you get ripped off. On this day, 1950, Mark Spitz was born. If you don't know who Mark Spitz was, look it up. Uh, American swimmer. I didn't know. This is an embarrassing moment I'm going to share with you guys right now. Uh, besides the fact that I just rolled out of bed and put on gym clothes, so I probably have like all kinds of stuff going on in my face. But when I was a younger man, well, when I was a young boy, <laughs> I'll say younger man, probably about 13, I was on the swim team. I was always last place. always swam 100 meters. That was as far as I could go. Um, I had asthma. I just couldn't swim very well, but I liked swimming. So the other school in our school district was called Andover. I went to Losser back in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, if you're uh, listening from back home and care. And Andover had a heck of a swim team, right? Losser, eh, no. <laughs> I was on that team. Um, anyway, let's wind this up because, I, you know, I, I tend to talk too long and I'll be running out of coffee and won't get to the stories. But there was all these parents, and we had a swim meet at the at the at Andover, and there's all this kerfuffle. Is that the right word? <laughs> and there's a guy, and everybody's like, "Ooh!" And there's parents, and I'm like, "Who's that?" And this woman, she's probably she's a parent. She goes, "Who's that?" Or something to that effect. I don't remember. This was 40 years ago, almost 35 years ago. It was Mark Spitz, Olympic gold medal. Swimmer Mark Spitz, equivalent to today's, uh, uh, what's the guy that was caught smoking weed? I don't remember what his name is. <laughs> he won all the gold medals. That guy. Anyway, 
So I was, I didn't, I wasn't embarrassed. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, I was that close to Mark Spitz and didn't even realize it. This, that's been the story of my life. I'll be around celebrities when I lived in LA and I'm like, I don't know who that was. Just the guy that was complaining that the music was too loud in the gym. Glenn Beck was born today, 1964. He's an American television and radio personality um, of the Blaze. And um, yeah. Why am I saying that Shirley Temple is says died today? I thought it was yesterday when we did yesterday's show. If I gave the wrong date, my apologies. Um, let's move on. This says February 10th. Again, we have the chess master stuff up here. Anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. Thanks, Britannica.com. Today is National Giving Hearts Day. It's also National Cream Cheese Brownie Day. Holy shiza. That is the day I want to be celebrating today. Cream Cheese Brownie Day. I make a cookie called a chocolate orgasm cookie. Very similar to that. Cream cheese with a chocolate chip layer on top and bottom. It's in like brownie format. Oh my gosh. It's, actually, it's at also National Home Warranty Day. What a unique day <laughs> to celebrate. Uh, and I say that. And followed by National Umbrella Day. Yeah, all right. Valentine's Day, you guys. Four days away. And um, Super Bowl is three days away. So moving right along, let's have a sip of coffee here. I got to get to the gym in an hour, less. I got some 20-year-old muscle guy waiting to beat me down in the gym. So I got to get this coffee and energy up so that I can handle the session. Where are we starting? We always start with TMZ, I guess, just to get you almost engaged. Um, Snoop Dogg sued for sexual assault. Rapper calls it shakedown. Guess the workout women flexing in this cheeky pic. And all I see is short, short, short shorts. And I can't say that on this podcast. Um, Bob Saget died from brain bleed after hitting his head. Okay, so that makes sense to me. Um, and it's unfortunate because I actually know someone that had that similar fate. We fell that similar fate. So shout out to uh, my girl, Clownalyn Monroe. She was a clown. So kind of like Marilyn Monroe, but Clownalyn Monroe. Um, actually got a picture of her, me, and Psycho Charger and Josie Catman somewhere on one of my profiles somewhere. Uh, I met her in L.A. when I went home and did some interviews um, and um, I was going to interview her on my podcast a few months later or whatever. She had just returned back, I think from Atlanta. Um, and she was back in LA living in LA again. And we rescheduled it cause something came up and she ended up hitting her head, maybe in the shower, went to bed and never woke up again. So unfortunately that interview never happened. And this is why you have to take advantage of opportunities because um, tomorrow, hell, today isn't even guaranteed, is it? I could drop dead at the gym. I know someone that, that had that happen to. Um, shouts to the Marinellis back in um, Michigan. Um, uh, all right. Super Bowl halftime rehearsals masked by blaring Bon Jovi outside SoFi Stadium. So they don't want you to know what songs Dre and them are going to be performing. 
So they're blaring Bon Jovi, kind of like a torture for when you're uh, captured. And uh, they were blaring like Slayer or something like that. Uh, so the Super Bowl halftime show is being protected at all costs with organizers blaring rock music outside SoFi Stadium during rehearsals to keep the highly anticipated performance under wraps. Dr. Drake, Hendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, and Eminem have been perfecting their 12-minute set with the big game just days away. And TMZ Sports has learned anyone within earshot isn't hearing any of it thanks to a pretty clever plan. We're going to play rock music. Anyway, moving right along. Alec Baldwin reflects on, oh, sorry, Ireland Baldwin reflects on Alec Baldwin calling her thoughtless little pig 15 years later. Uh, do we care? Nah. Okay. This is something I actually am going to go watch later now that I'm reading this headline. Lisa Ray McCoy. I've shot people, been to jail, opens up on It's Tricky with Rachel Harper. Raquel Harper. Rachel Harper? Raquel Harper. Wow. Lisa McCoy has some stories to tell, apparently, including why she's been to jail multiple times. Wow. And she's not the least bit ashamed because she says they paved the way to her success. The actress got beyond real on the new podcast. It's tricky with Raquel Harper. Who's Raquel Harper? And how does she get Lisa Ray? I want Lisa Ray. Can I get a phone call? Lisa Ray, can I get a Zoom interview? Lisa Ray is the Bratz. Is it her sister? Brat tat tat tat. Lisa Ray told told her she's been to jail for a whole bunch of sheep. And she wasn't kidding. According to this clip, because she comes clean about pistol whippings, getting into fights, and even shooting people. Wow. So that's something you might want to check out. Um, is this just a clip or is this the whole podcast? Let's see if we can get this in. This episode is brought to you by Whoop. The nope, that's a whole episode. We're not promoting that. Thought it might just been a clip. This might just be a clip. So it's just a clip. I want to hear this. I'm intrigued. And it's always been through the years people saying that I'm so real, I'm so down to earth, but I come with experience. For me to be the age that I am, I have done an awful lot. I really mm -hmm. have. And things that I could keep in the closet, but for what? Because I'm not embarrassed about it because it helped me become who I am now. It's mm -hmm. things people don't even know that I've done. I talk the way I talk because I can't. Well, what are some of the things that people that you've done that people don't know? Of course I knew that you were going to ask me that. I should have been ready. Um, like just name three tricky shit that you've done. Three, I've been to jail. You um, jail for what? <laughs> a whole bunch of all kind of shit. You've been in jail uh, a couple times? Yeah. How many times I done you shot been there? somebody? I done pistol whip folks. I done had fights. I'm not the average pretty girl that's a break afraid Damn. to break your fingernails. Wow. That's interesting. Lisa Ray's a gangster. She's beating people's butt on the streets. I love it. <laughs> you can check that out at uh Raquel Harper. It's tricky podcast um anyway lisa ray house burglarized 130 to valuable taking wow just a lot of trouble david spade flips longtime mansion for 19.5 million wow that guy is balling out of control you david spade is low-key 
I mean, he's a huge star, but he's like low key. David Spade just got a lot richer, not that he needs the loot, because he flipped his longtime Beverly Hills mansion and cashed in at $19.5 million. For context, he plunked down $4 million for the four bedrooms, seven, four bedrooms, seven bathrooms. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Why do you need seven bathrooms, almost twice as many as you have for bedrooms? In two, I used to live in a, how many bedrooms was in that house? One, two three one two three four that was a five bedroom and we had one <laughs> two three four bathrooms see that makes a little bit more sense anyway um ba -ba 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 -ba. so he made a bunch of money but he's made a bunch of uh renovations to the house as well no one really cares i mean i hate talking about people's money and stuff like that uh kevin o'leary fraud don't know who that guy is. Don't really care. Kurt Warner, St. Louis Rams MVP quarterback. Uh, I was born. Kurt Warner was thrust into the spotlight for uh, <coughs> his very first year as a starting quarterback for St. Louis Rams. And he led the offense on what was called the greatest show on turf. I remember that. Uh, which culminated in their win over Tennessee Titans 23-16 to at Super Bowl. What is that? 34, it looks like. And even scored one and even scored Warner the honor of being named Super Bowl MVP. Um, Warner's success was so inspiring, his story was made to a film this or last year called American Underdog. Um, that's what happened with Matthew Stafford. I mean, this is somebody posted something somewhere and I saw it and I thought this before I even saw it. Um, good for Matt because Matthew was always a good quarterback in Detroit. You always see him, you know, he's the, the youngest quarterback to reach however many thousand yards, um, uh, the quickest to reach that many yards. And, you know, he had all these awards or uh, records, et cetera. But he never won because he was on a loser team. Detroit has almost always been a loser team. They had Herman Moore and Barry Sanders. You had, at the time, Herman Moore was top three run uh, a wide receiver in the NFL behind like Jerry Rice and probably some one other guy, maybe, right? And they had Barry Sanders, arguably the best running back to ever play the game. Some people say Walter Payton, and that's arguable. I mean, it's, it depends on what kind of teams you were playing against and so on. It's like when Jim Brown was playing, everybody sucked. You couldn't deal with Jim Brown. It's, you know, anyway. My point is they had two of the best players in the history of the game and still couldn't win a playoff game. And that tradition carried on. And because Detroit didn't want to trade them, they both retired. So they say, ah, oh, Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith had, I'm not getting into that. Go look back at the team that Emmett Smith played with. And you had Troy Aikman, who was a dope quarterback. He's a threat. We had Charlie Batch and Scott Mitchell, the dude with the big head that looked like Kazoo from the Flintstones. He wasn't a concern. All you had to do was double cover him. They didn't have Golden Tate then, did they? I think they might have. No, I don't think so. He came later. There was someone else. Um, doesn't matter. We're supposed to be talking news, and now we're giving commentary. Snoop Dogg sued for sexual assault. Rapper calls it shakedown. All right, so we won't, we won't concern ourselves with that. Um, gazpacho, gazpacho, tomato, tomato. Big Soup's spying on all of us. I don't care about what that woman 
has to say. Bob Saget died from brain bleed after hitting his head. We mentioned that at the top of the story. It's a sad story, so I don't really want to get into sadness. Um, Brooke Shields goes topless more than 40 years after iconic Calvin Klein ad. Now that's something worth researching, guys. Um, Jeremy Giambi, dead at 47 years old, official suspect suicide. Um, there's been a lot of suicide lately, man. I mean, there's been a lot of suicide. I don't even know where to even go with that one. Purdue University, campus cop accused of police brutality. Man, I won't even go to America. Snoop Dogg, new owner of Death Row Records. Now that's something to talk about. Snoop Dogg just became the top dog at Death Row Records because he now owns the label that launched his career nearly 30 years ago. That is what is up. Shouts to Snoop Dogg on that one, bruh. Get that money. Make us some new stars, bruh. Get us some new music. We're tired of listening to Drake. Drake? Yes, Drake. Drake? Come on, bro. We don't want to hear about that guy anymore. So get us some get us some dope stuff, and we look forward to it. Um, shouts to Snoop Dogg. Wasn't Death Row was owned by, like, Hasbro Games or some crap? Um, Blackstone Investment. Wow. If you don't know who Blackstone is, you guys need to really look into that. Oh, stop. <laughs> you need to look into that. Um it's been passed around apparently a bit since going into bankruptcy in 2006. Uh, Suge Knight, who was the label co-founder with Dr. Dre, I believe, is serving 28 years in prison for voluntary manslaughter. Um, hey, this is this is big news, man. Snoop says, I'm thrilled and, appreci and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand which has immense untapped future value. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. Death Row released Dr. Dre's The Chronic in 1992, which heavily featured Snoop. And then in 1993, it released Snoop's debut solo record, Doggy Style. Man, I remember I was working at Harmony House Records in Birmingham, Michigan in 93. Christmas. How's Christmas help? Hmm. Shouts to Snoop Dogg. We'll talk about that tonight on the Beatdown Podcast. And that's going to be a live stream tonight, guys. Waka waka. Um, if I get the software working. <laughs> this is America with three Ks for Q Klux Klan. Black activist Pamela Moses sentenced to six years for registering to vote despite being given permission. I won't even go there. I'm not starting my day like that. Nope. What else have we got? Adele's whopping finger sparkler at the Brit Awards sparks Rich Paul engagement rumors. Don't care. Julia Fox responds to critics who say she's copying Kim Kardashian by pointing out how heavily Kim was influenced by Kanye. Don't care. All right. That's that on that. Trevor Noah tactfully unpacks Joe Rogan's bogus N-word and apes apology. All right, so we're going to talk about this is actually the subject of tonight's Beatdown podcast at Beatdown Pod. N-words and C-words. Um, I'm going to have to read this later. Trevor Noah was a way, has a way of communicating that typically makes his point 
of view, easy to grasp. He almost lulls you into chuckling and saying, well, I certainly can't argue with that. So apparently on The Daily Show last night, Noah deployed his charm and used it like a surgical scalpel to perform a pretty powerful post-mortem of the racist Joe Rogan scandal. Oh, see, you can't call him racist. This is Bossip, so they're going to say that. Racist Joe Rogan scandal that is dominating headlines and social media feeds. We're positive that the Roganettes will argue with that. I'm I'm arguing with it because I don't think the guy's racist. Um, he said some racially insensitive stuff. Um, I mean, I've been listening to his podcast for a little while now, maybe two years, maybe. Um, you know, I've been around racists, so I have something to reference. People that I was like, man, what did he just call me? Not knowing that I was me, Jim. So, um I don't see that from him. I just don't. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong lots of times before. But anyway, um, what did Trevor Noah say? I want to hear about um, the stuff's not even in the article. So he apologized. And I don't understand this. this see, this kind of stuff drives me nuts. So there's no context in here as to what Trevor Noah even said. <laughs> Unless I got to watch this video. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, anyway, I, here's a, here's a story about the N word and I'll probably use this again later on tonight. And if I remember, or if it comes up. So I used to live in Hollywood Hills, right? A lot of wealthy people. Um, I just was fortunate enough to have a, a rental property in the, in the middle of it all. And I was walking my dog one day down the hill and the, one of the, my neighbors about four or five houses down was having a party. It was summertime, windows were open, and they were listening to Biggie Smalls. And the N-word was coming out of that house like smoke from burning toast <laughs> in the kitchen. I mean, I wish I had a better analogy, but it's early. And I'm only uh, about halfway through this coffee. And there was nobody black in that house, I guarantee you. There was nobody black there. So... My point is, people say stuff and they don't necessarily attach its true meaning. Well, we know what the true meaning of the word is, and I'll get into that on the podcast tonight as well. So if you don't know, now you'll know. Anyway, falling out of my chair. So we need to move on because my coffee's getting cold. We'll get to some real news and then we'll get to some weird news and then we'll get you on with your life because this has been slow oh wow Betty Davis who was Miles Davis's ex-wife dies at 77 that's sad news she was the queen of funk oh sorry guys that's disgusting I know 31 vehicles smash as drunk driver crashes through red light and sets homes on fire wowzers Ending COVID self-isolation in Scotland, unwise, experts warn. I need one good story, guys. Just give me one. Just give me one. Wayne Rooney, I don't care about that guy. Killing Eve. I was trying to get on that show. I didn't get the, I didn't get the job, so we're not going to read about that. Um, Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green finalized divorce. Megan Fox is available. What's up, girl? Anyway. 
I don't see anything on this feed I want to read to you today. Come on. Ah, okay, that's a white page. The show car origins behind Red Bull's fake RB18. Scientists unveil most accurate virtual representation of universe. Yawn. It's flat, duh. Kidding. I kicked myself after the Scotland game. It wasn't good enough. Well, play harder next time. Um, easy kettle tricks could knock 329 pounds off your energy bill when making tea or coffee. All right, cool. Um, I don't care about these. These topics are boring. Uh, that's a sad story. That's a sad story. Pregnant Pakistani woman has two-inch nail hammered into her. What? I'm not even going to read that. That's just terrible. Let's get on to some funny news or something less stressful on your brain and uh, get you out of here. Okay, here's a here's a headline feed. This is the button we were supposed to be clicking on. UK sends triple warning to Vladimir Putin not to invade Ukraine. It's about to get wild. Man, I'm I'm concerned. Legit concerned about this stuff. Florida couple who forced adopted son to live in box arrested. Where's the good news in all of this? Cocaine worth three million smuggled into London with crates of limes. <laughs> I was wondering why that lime was so good last night. Bump, 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 bump. Boris Johnson could face 10,000 pounds of fines in an event of COVID breaches. 10 grand, really? Anyway, forget this. Man races to save woman washed up on beach only to discover it's a headless sex doll. You know, gotta click on that. All right, Chris Ford, a 67-year-old retired photographer, was looking for driftwood on Chesil Beach in Dorset when he stumbled across a silicone female body lying face down. If anyone's interested in buying the website, silicontit.com, holla, that's up for sale. The pensioner had the shock of his life when he raced to save a woman washed on the beach, but discovered a human-sized headless sex doll. <laughs> I've got a sneeze. The retired photographer said he always feared he would discover a human body during one of his regular sweeps, but was relieved to discover the victim <laughs> was just a sex doll. I love that they got the... They got little black tape marks over on the picture over, over the boobs and private areas. Serious oh, plastic guys, come on. He quickly called his partner over to take pictures and they both left in hysterics speculating where it came from. I don't know, but I'll tell you those sex dolls that we were selling on my website, siliconetit.com. Don't we still have datingformen.com too? I have so many websites. I need, oh man, that's, I forgot all about that website. I don't even use it anymore. Let's see if it's still even up. No. <laughs> anyway, but those dolls are expensive. He could have resold that thing. I don't know what kind of material it was made of. I'm always out collecting driftwood after storms, so I fully expected to see a human body one day, but never this. It certainly made my day. It just caught me by surprise, but we can only speculate where it came from. That is funny.
Funny, funny, funny. Anyway, what else do we got? Can we get something else? Can we get another story? Because I need to get out of here. I got to go to the gym. Cosmetic nurse warns against dangerous social media lip plumping hacks. If you do something that stupid, you deserve to have a messed up face. Period. That's your fault. Board security guard allegedly ruined $740,000 pound painting. So it's about a million dollar painting on his first day at work. Should we click on it? <laughs> Should we take the bait? All right, we're taking the bait. No, we're not taking the bait. Oh, ex-Disney princess says you should never tip the cast members. Just four pounds could get them fired. Yeah, just don't take the money, boo. If you want to take four pounds, two two-pound coins, are they going to give you a fiver and be like, hey, here's some change? What are you talking about, four pounds? Couple renovating their home find treasure worth 33000 under the floorboards. Okay. I'm intrigued, and then we're getting out of here. So, a man and his wife stumbled across a treasure worth 33000 under the floorboards while renovating their basement and have dated the find back to the early 1950s. Almost all of us dream of having a little more cash, and who among us wouldn't love to just stumble upon a rare artifact worth thousands while cleaning out the loft? Doesn't happen to many of us, but for one man and his wife from Cleveland, Ohio... That almost exactly, that's almost exactly what transpired when they decided to renovate their basement. Started ripping through parts of the basement. The man found two unassuming green and gray suitcases and initially thought he may have stumbled across a collection of sports cards or other collectibles, maybe comic books. All right, instead the man and his wife got to skip the hassle of trying to sell the items inside the bowls in the boxes. Did I miss it? Each box contained three packages wrapped in wax paper and was lined with an old copy of the Cleveland Plain Dealer newspaper dated March 25th, my birthday, 1951. Not the same year, but March 25th, my birthday is the day you should send me gifts and at least nice messages, which is presumably when the packages were stored. Ooh, wow, money. Damn, this is bank robbery money, yo. Opening up the first suitcase, the man and his wife were stunned to find a total of $23,000 inside, with all of the bills being dated somewhere between 1928 and 1934. The man said, we were freaked out at this point. This doesn't happen to us. The second package didn't have any 20s. It was all 50s. What is going on here? This is out of control. Some of the bills were rarer than others. Some brown notes, a gold certificate, and some star notes that were nearly uncirculated. All bills from 1928 to 1934. The man explained, this was a wild ride for us, and I hope you all enjoyed it too. We are boring people and have been dumping our extra money to pay off our mortgage, and that's where this money will go to. Really? That's artifact money, bro. You need to... 
Americans be doing some dumb stuff sometimes. Anyway, that's it for me. That's it for you. You can go outside and do what you want to do. You forgot I was a poet already? It's only been half an hour, yo. Have a nice cup of coffee. Go out there and enjoy National Cream Cheese Brownie Day or National Home Warranty Day. or National Umbrella Day, whatever you choose to celebrate. Celebrate it with fervor and enjoy the rest of your week. It is Thursday. It is almost the weekend, and I am going to the gym to get my body destroyed by this 22-year-old kid. Um, We're supposed to be doing my workout today. That's not going to happen. I got nothing for back. Um, Nothing exciting. Anyway, um, hope you have a wonderful day. Don't forget you can message us at uh, info at v3tv.uk. If you've got music you want us to play on the Beatdown podcast or maybe you want to be interviewed and talk about your music or whatever, you can hit us up at music at v3tv.uk. You can follow the Beatdown podcast at beatdownpod and you can follow me at v3tv.uk and the website is johseph.com. Peace.